It's Amy's Table, a girl's guide to living with Amy Tobin on Q102. Pull up a chair and join us. John Schlimm is the international award-winning author of several books, including The Ultimate Beer Lover's Cookbook and The Best Beer Book in the World. He's a member of one of the oldest and most historic brewing families in the U.S., and he's appeared on national shows including Ellen, NPR's The Splendid Table, and Martha Stewart's Everyday Food. And boy, do I feel lucky that he's appearing here today on Amy's Table. Welcome, John. (laughs) I am so happy to be with you and all my pals out in... Ohio. I just love all of you. Well, thank you. And you know what? We're right next to Kentucky, so you could include them, too. <laughs> Absolutely. And you're right next to Pennsylvania, which is where I am. So it's, you know, it's the trilogy. We have it. There you go. There you go. We're practically neighbors. Well, yes, I yes. love that you're one of the pitches that your publicist sent is that you've got beer in your veins. <laughs> so that's kind of true, isn't it? Tell me first about growing up in, a, in such a historic beer family. Well, you know, I always say that instead of growing up with rose-colored glasses, I grew up with golden sudsy-colored glasses. (laughs) Uh, You know, I'm very proud of my heritage. It dates back to my great-great-grandfather, Peter Straub, who came here at age 19 in the 1870s with nothing more than a few pieces of gold in his jacket and a recipe for beer. And here we are more than 140 years later. Wow. It's so fun uh, to, you know, be a part of this family and a part of a heritage heritage that dates back. And, uh, you know, I've I've taken a lot of time over the years really researching that heritage. And it's something that really in most of our families we have that story. And I think it's so important to connect to those stories. And, you know, when it just happens to involve beer, all the better. Yeah, yeah. So as a kid growing up, did you work at the brewery for summer jobs? Did you did you ever entertain, you know, trying to to work there as part of your career? Well, you know, uh, growing up, people always say how lucky you were to have, uh, you know, a, a brewery in the family. My parents were very strict as far as the underage drinking, so, yeah. uh, you know, there was none of that, I, I, I can say, and I've I made up for it since, <laughs> of course. Uh, you know, I, uh, the last place I think my cousins ever really wanted me was on the uh, production line. I think they thought it would turn into that scene from I Love Lucy when Lucy oh, and right. I were in the chocolate factory. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, for many years, I did a lot of the charity outreach. And, of course, I was writing my books, and I've written a couple books on beer, and so I'd be traveling. And, and you know, they were happy to let me do that, and I was happy to let them do what they do best, which is making beer the last year, I, I joined the board of directors at the brewery, so I'm really getting to see the business from a whole other exciting side, and, you know, we've really moved into doing a lot of specialty and craft beers in the last few years. We have a genius uh, brewmaster who came on board a few years ago, Vince Aceta, and so it's just a really exciting time uh, to, you know, be in the beer business. It's a sure, it time. is. But, you know, the craft beer is just exploding. And, you know, my great-great-grandfather was one of the original craft brewers back in the 1800s before there was even really a name attached to it. Right. It's exciting to connect the dots and now, you know, get to do what I do in writing my uh, cookbooks. I sort of feel like I'm, you know, taking his tradition and his heritage and moving it in yet one more direction. Well, you know, it's funny for especially your family that's been in beer for so long, but beer lovers will probably kind of giggle when I say that beer is hot. And, you know, some people say it's always been hot, but as you mentioned, it is such an explosion. 
And, you know, it's funny. I, I read the book, uh, He Said Beer, She Said Wine. Are you familiar yes. with that? <laughs> Great book. I had Sam on the show. And, you know, that that interview for me had me start to explore some food and beer pairings. And we did sort of a mock-up of that at, at a cooking school that I run. And we had a blast with pairing beer and wine with each course. And do you know, John, that beer won the pairing almost every course, but particularly dessert? Oh, that's awesome. (laughs) It really is. So what do you see as some of the hottest beer and food pairing trends? Well, you know, you're absolutely right that beer, it has been around since the beginning of time. Some even say longer than wine has, but it it is experiencing a renaissance now, and it's just so exciting to see. And no matter whether you are on a wonderful dirt road somewhere or you're on Fifth Avenue, you love beer. That's the appeal of beer. It stretches across uh, just about every facet of society. And really, beer and food pairings are becoming the hottest entertaining trend, and that's certainly something you know about. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I know I'm hosting a lot of fundraisers for different organizations where it's it's now beer and food pairing, and it's where once it would have been wine and food pairings, and that's why I was so excited to do the Ultimate Beer Lovers Happy Hour because I got to explore the fun of uh, you know those bar snacks that we all enjoy, uh, but then pairing them with the delicious craft and seasonal brews that are out there. And that's why every recipe in the cookbook uh, has three suggested beer pairings. Of course, they're only suggestions. I would never limit you to only three. Uh, And then I do a whole section of beer cocktails, which is a whole other thing that is just exploding and taking off. People are loving now using beer as an ingredient in cocktails. And my cookbook has the largest published collection of beer cocktails uh, out there. And they're just delicious, and it's just it's really a thrilling time for beer lovers and those who are just sort of becoming beer lovers. Exactly, and I think there's a, a huge population of each. Well, so uh, tell me if you were to sit down, end of a long week, want to have a nice little nibble in a beer at home, what are some of your favorite pairings? Well, of course, you know, that's like asking a parent uh, who their favorite child is. (laughs) (laughs) I know. One of my uh, favorite parts of the cookbook is the the Beer Lover's Burger Bar, Uh, because who doesn't love a burger and a beer? But I really wanted to rethink the whole concept of uh, burgers, because, you know, Everyone knows what a burger is, so I wanted to rethink that a little bit. So in my version, what we have is a sweet onion slider. So instead of a a beef patty or a veggie burger, which I, I eat the most of the veggie burgers, a sweet onion slice becomes the patty. And I pair that with a brown ale or a dunkel or a dunkelweizen. Or portobello burgers, which are becoming really popular uh, in restaurants across the country, but you can make them at home just as easily. And I pair that with a a Belgian ale or an American wheat ale Mm. or even an English pale ale. And then one of, you know, I think cauliflower is one of those wonderful vegetables that is just so underrated and so underappreciated. So I wanted to uh, pay tribute to it, and I have a grilled cauliflower burger where a thick, beautiful, sautéed slice of cauliflower becomes the burger patty, and it's all you need with a little uh, 
smoked Spanish paprika, some tarragon, mm. some homemade mayonnaise, and of course a slice of tomato and red onion. And then I pair that with uh, a brown ale or an American wheat ale. Or, you know, my go-to for any dish, is, you know, everyone has their favorite beer. I love a good classic American amber lager. And so, you know, if someone's in doubt... I always say, you know, go with your favorite uh, pale lager or an amber lager, and that will work every time. But I really hope people will take a look at my cookbook and at the suggestions I give and really experiment. Now is yeah. the time to experiment. And, you know, even if you don't even know what you're doing, and, you know, I wrote my cookbook, whether you're new to cooking and new to beer or you've been drinking for decades, as most of us have, and in the front of the book I, I put a, a beer style guide that gives you descriptions of the 40-plus styles of beer that I use throughout the book, because I even have to refer back to that sometime. After sure. Now, is this a little hoppier, or, you know, are there fruity overtones or nutty overtones? And, uh, you know, I, I think it, it helps to have that in front of us. Well, you know, it's funny, John, because so many people like to do wine-tasting parties. So if you wanted to do a beer-tasting party using the Ultimate Beer Lovers Happy Hour as your guide, you'd start with the style guide, and would you have a suggestion, like, you know, what would be the ideal number of beers to start with to uh, do a tasting party, and what particular styles might be might show the biggest differentiation, differentiation or, you know what I mean? How would you approach that? Well, I think that I would do at least five different styles of of beer and, you know, maybe go even as high as 10 to 12. You certainly don't want to overwhelm your guests, and, and with all the beer available, that would be easy to do, but maybe five to 10 different styles. And I think for maybe this time of year, I would start with an Oktoberfest. You know, of course, Oktoberfest, we're moving into fall. Uh, you know, and if you're doing it right now, maybe pull in a wheat beer just because that'll uh, make everyone have fond memories of the summer that was. But, you know, maybe an Oktoberfest, a Vienna lager, a Pilsner, a Golden Ale, uh, maybe be a little adventurous and find a chili beer to really spice things up. Oh, yeah. You know, and uh, maybe a Maybach and a brown ale. And one of the other things I put in the book for this very reason to help people, I have a seasonal beer chart. Of course, now, beer, pretty much every style is available year-round. But once upon a time, certain beers were produced at certain times of the year. So on page 41, I outline the four seasons and give a couple suggestions for styles that have traditionally been uh, created and enjoyed within those seasons. So, for example, in spring, uh, maybe a cream ale or a golden ale. In summer, a German Hefeweizen, a Kolsch or a Pilsner or a Saison. In fall, uh, the Dunkel and, of course, the Oktoberfest again or a Vienna Lager. And winter, you know, stout just screams mm. of winter. So maybe find a delicious Russian Imperial out or a scotch ale or a dunkelweizen so i you know i think people could actually start with that seasonal beer chart on page 41 if they really wanted some uh seasonal specific guidance but just have fun with it and there are fruit beers now yes fruit beers you know any fruit you can name there's a beer for it so have fun with those and of course, then I, I would also, in addition to the tasting, uh, pair a little dish with each. So maybe with an Oktoberfest, I would try my sizzling sriracha peanuts. 
uh, mm. maybe with a Vienna lager, I would do the alehouse agave and chipotle mixed nuts. Uh, you know, I have a, a guacamole uh, selection that I call the guac and roll bar. <laughs> you know, I'd maybe pair that with the golden ale. And, of course, uh, you know, that cauliflower burger that I'm so fond of goes with a brown ale like nobody's business. Uh, I, my mouth is watering. <laughs> I just think we've given everybody the outline for a fantastic party, and you just grab the Ultimate Beer Lover's Happy Hour book by John Schlim, and you can create all of this excitement at your own home. John, I, you are, I just love you, and I'm going to send people to your site, which is johnschlim.com, but I'll put a link on my site as well, because they will then see that, my goodness, it's not just these two books I've mentioned, but you have done how many books total? I've done 16 so far. Oh, my. So far, he says. <laughs> well, there's a memoir coming next spring, so. Oh, awesome. Well, yes, I yes. think you, you have a life worthy of a memoir, I can tell already. And I have loved speaking with you. I'm going to put a link to a couple of John's recipes on amystable.com. But, John, thanks so much for joining us today. Well, the feeling is mutual. I love you as well. And I really appreciate everything you're doing to spread the joy of great food and entertaining. So thank you. Right back at you. Stick around for another helping from Amy's Table on Q102. Q. It's Amy's Table with Amy Tolman. Yeah. Q102. It's here. Peloton's best offer of the season. Get up to $300 off accessories when you purchase a Peloton Tread. Choose from accessories like a heart rate monitor, non-slip grip dumbbells, yoga blocks, and more. If you've been looking for a sign to join Peloton, this offer gives you everything you need to get going. Hurry, Peloton's best offer of the season is here, but not for long. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access memberships separate. Limited time offer cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.